Well, it's week two already of the high school football season, and we have your Football Friday preview here on Connect FM. And we're joined once again by Rich Rhodes. He is sports editor of the Jeffersonian Democrat and also a contributor to D9and10sports.com. Rich, how are you today? Some would call this week one. Last week was week zero in some parts of the state, but we're going we're gonna to go week two. Everybody <laughs> has a game under their belt, at least the teams we care about. So, yeah, week two, and um, again, we're trying to figure out who's good and who might not be as good. That's right, and we'll, we'll have a little more grip on that after this week's games, and uh, we start with a, a great one, the game that we're going to have on Sunny 106 this evening, and that is, of course, Brockway um, coming off a come-from-behind win last week, and they are going to take on uh, Dubois, and that's going to be at EJ Mansell Stadium, and Dubois with a somewhat of a surprising comfortable win over Carn City last week. So set us up for that one. It is an odd matchup. Let's, I mean, they're next door neighbors. They play in other sports a little bit, but Dubois, uh, they beat Carn City 28 to seven last week. Brockway, you know, as you said, came from behind. They were down 1913, come back and beat a, a pretty good Kane team. That kind of, that kind of gave me some more information on what Kane might be. And, and uh, and Brockway as well, which is you know they're still uh, expecting a big season. Um, how that goes? Obviously, uh, a lot of people could say there's not much to lose for Brockway and not much to gain for Dubois if you just look go at the classifications. But Dubois got a big game from quarterback Cameron Hayes. He scored all four of their uh, touchdowns on runs, so he's going to be a dangerous uh, two way quarterback. He did complete ten short passes for sixty eight yards, and then he ran for eighty four. And then you know the Rovers. Uh, they they uh, got some kind of a balanced approach, but mostly that you know they're going to score they're going to score through the air and, and they uh, Braden Fox threw for two fourteen Alex Carlson caught eight passes for one hundred four yards. The only other time in recent years that Dubois and Brockway have played twenty twenty where Brockway uh, or Dubois beat Brockway forty nine to nothing. Both teams had losing seasons that year, um, so uh, yeah, could be a very interesting game, Dan. All right, uh, Brookville had a rough week one, um, losing to Central Clarion, and it doesn't get any easier for the Raiders on the road to uh, take on Tyrone. Yeah, that, this game it turned from a it, it changed from a home game for the Raiders to their longest road trip of the season. The game uh, was moved because uh, the electric has not been uh, just got installed, I guess, late this week. So, I, but they don't have the lights ready to go. They were in the middle of the construction process. Uh, project with uh, with their uh, with the press box, so they moved that game. They had to move it back late last week because they couldn't guarantee things would be ready. So they got to go uh, uh, their longest trip. Tyrone uh, they they won their first game against Bellwood Annis. Brookville got hammered forty two seven against Central Clarion. They're banged up still. They got to figure out who's going to quarterback this week. They lost Charlie Krug during the game last week. I, I'm not sure what his status is, but I believe you're going to see somebody different at quarterback and. They've got to regroup and uh, and play a pretty good Tyrone team that's actually coming off a yeah they, they again a rivalry win there over Bellwood Anna so that uh, that could that could spell a, a good year for Tyrone and head coach John Franco. Let's check things out for the Chucks of Punxsutawney. Big week one, a huge win over Bradford, and they are traveling to Kane tonight. Yeah, another interesting matchup. Uh, the Chucks won easily against Bradford, fifty-six nothing. Um, Zeke Bennett, uh, he's going to be at the middle of a lot of what they do this year offensively. He ran for 179 yards last week, so 
He's going to come at Ed Kane this week. Kane, Kane had a nice balanced attack against Brockway last week. Ricky Zampona ran for 146 yards. Quarterback Kyle Zook threw for 184. Um, so that could be a challenge for Punxsutawney uh, against a balanced offense. And then uh, Kane's got to show up and stop one of the better running backs in the, in the league, in the district, in Zeke Bennett. Clearfield Bison still in search of that elusive 300th win for Coach Tim Janoco. They go to Bald Eagle area tonight. Well, I guess elusive being that now they've played two games with uh, head coach Tim Janoco with 299 uh, wins. So last year they lost in the playoffs at the end of the year. And then they lost last week in a kind of a nightmarish uh, setup. You go to a game, it gets lightninged out. It's a long trip from Clearfield to Mifflin Town. They go back the next day and lose that one. And now they're back for week two. So elusive, we'll go with elusive, Dan, I guess. Uh, but uh, Bald Eagle area as well, uh, they, they're they coming off. Uh, what did they do last week? I think they lost to Troy. Yes. 20 to, set 20 to 9. So, yeah, uh, Bison's got to regroup. I know Brady Collins ran for 80 yards last week. Uh, the big nut name for Bald Eagle area is Carson Nagel. He threw for 188 yards. But he did throw four interceptions. So, Tim Janoka looking for number 300 this week in Wingate or Milesburg or whatever River Town off 80 there where the stadium is, you want to call it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kerwinsville Golden Tide got a, a nice win in week one, and they are on the road to Juniata Valley. Yeah, they beat Myersdale last week, 34-18. to 18. Juniata Valley is a team that uh, is part of that inter-county conference, which Kerwinsville is a part of now. Kerwinsville does not play a District 9 schedule, as we probably mentioned but uh, these two teams did not meet last year in the first met, first year of Kerwinsville for Kerwinsville in the league. But uh, Juniata Valley beat Glendale twenty three twelve last week. They were ten and three last year. So uh, yeah, two one and zero game one and zero teams uh, locking up locking it up in Juniata Valley. I've never been to Juniata Valley. You know where that is, Dan? Uh, not off the top of my head. No, Alexandria, Pennsylvania. Oh, now I know. There you go. So that's where that's where the Golden Tide are going. And that, that, the Hornets of Juniata Valley. Thank you for setting us straight on that one, Rich. Uh, the Ridgeway Elkers uh, had a rough, rough start to the season last week. They're going to try things against uh, the Flying Dutchman of St. Mary's tonight. Yeah, Ridgeway had a tough game against Port Allegheny. Uh, Port Allegheny is a looks to be a contender in Class A. Uh, the Elkers will head to St. Mary's. The Dutch, uh, they, they uh, walloped Monotaw in a lopsided game. So, you know, week two of a team looking to find an identity on the road against a team that had a route. So the Dutch, uh, Dutch looking to make it 2-0. and And Ridgeway's going to try to get, get back on the, on the winning side there after their loss to Port Allegheny. Hey, Rich, we appreciate your insight on the Football Friday preview. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Dan.